0: be discussing Season 2, Episode 5, The Public Eye and Episode 6, The Left Hand. I'm Sue. I'm Em. I want to be the girl
1: of the season two.
0: Yep. It's getting really good.
1: Yeah, these were
0: good. Yeah, I liked them a lot.
1: Me too. I think it's safe to say at this point, this is a pretty good show. Yeah. I think it's worth watching.
0: I agree. I agree. Interesting stuff happened in these two.
1: Yeah. I feel like I need to watch more Cause I'm, I don't know. I want to see what's happening. I know. <laughs> we
0: do. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Well. Do you want me to...
1: Sue and I are distracted and busy this week. I know. So we're down to business.
0: Yeah. We are. And we kinda gave pretty short notice on this recording. We okay, I realized
1: short. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I pretty much realized yesterday that if we don't do it this morning, might not happen this week. <laughs> so Which
1: I guess wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, but here we are.
0: Yep. It's a nice little break from moving. Yeah. Painting. But I do have to get back to it. Got to make precious time of these precious days off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sure. So, all right. So I will start with Harold's. Okay. Okay. So he says, these episodes were so much fun. They remind me a lot of Briar Rose and Omega with lots of surprises, Mr. X, and storylines moving in leaps and bounds. I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Public Eye is my favorite of the two. It is a near-perfect episode of Dollhouse. Yeah. Oh, man. I really like the left hand, too, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, I don't know. I really like the Public Eye. It's going to be hard to rate these. (laughs) Um, were you fooled by the misdirect that Perrin, and not his wife, was the doll?
1: Up until the very second (laughs) I was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I was fooled. I mean, we,
1: we guessed she might be a doll. Perhaps half in jest an episode or two ago.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to say it was at least half in jest, but...
1: But that I never—I don't think I ever considered it being him, once, not once.
0: Not sure if we did. I think I made a blanket statement that everyone was a doll. Yes. So I think <laughs> Our bets are covered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna count him in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, "I think I was the first time." In retrospect, they laid it on pretty thick when everyone agreeing that she was a doll. True. Not to mention Hint from Epitaph 1, when the head guy from Rossin tells Adele how most of the government is either on their payroll or a doll themselves. Hmm. I don't remember. I'm familiar
1: enough with it, too.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, plus, Parent's backstory fits in with some of the other dollhouse clients, where there is a wealthy and powerful family that is protecting a member. This was a win-win. Parent's family got him straightened out and elected, and the dollhouse got a puppet.
1: Yes, if yeah. you call the dollhouse getting a puppet a win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I am convinced that it was a, delib- a deliberate vertigo reference when Parent's wife claims in the left hand that she is from Salinas, Kansas. That is where Judy Barton was from. Oh, I did not put that together. Alexis did a great job as parent. He got to play so many different sides of him. He did a great job portraying a version of Perrin who, was still, who still has the imprint in him, yet also now the realization that he is a doll. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Yeah, that
1: was good. That was fun. Yeah.
0: Uh, poor Madeline slash November. She was duped, and it was an ingenious plan. Not only did Rossum... Vaccinate themselves from future scrutiny, but now no other former doll will be believed or even want to tell their story.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am still a little hazy on. Me too. What Russell was trying to do, and at the very end with Perrin going to the council or whatever, what the Senate?
0: Yeah, committee? the Senate committee. Yeah, it's it's a little hazy for me, too. Um, okay, good. So, yeah. Maybe the wiki recap will help us a little. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, in the end, when he goes to the committee claiming the dollhouse is not real, that is what, something that um, Barrett imprinted in him, right? Didn't she sneak that into him? Yeah, but I thought they had, like, wiped all that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she redid it.
1: So what was with all the, my wife was killed?
0: I don't know. Well, he killed her.
1: Yes, but he made up a story. I'm just wondering if that was imprinted in him.
0: I think it was. Oh. I kind of think it was. I'm confused. I know. Well.
1: We'll talk it out.
0: Well, yeah. And <laughs> <ask questions>. uh, <laughs> uh, He says, I just heard your last podcast gushing over Victor's performance in Bell Cho's. But I'm guessing that you will agree that the Victor's imprint of Stover surpasses everything else so far. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so
0: much. He's just getting better and better. His <laughs> Tover is so amazingly perfect and is probably my favorite Victor moment in the series. <laughs> yep. That was great. It was good. Um, I like seeing the DC Dollhouse. I always like alternate, al- alternate universes, and the DC Dollhouse. Essentially, that.
1: Yeah, yeah it's fun to see like just a different.
0: The difference, yeah. Theirs is so, like sterile and laboratory. Yep. It was. Um. I only know Summer Glau from Firefly, Dollhouse, and her one appearance on Angel. And her role is Bennett. Oh, yeah, Bennett. I think I called her Barrett. Bennett <laughs> is definitely my favorite. She is a villain who also gets our sympathy, even if she is a bit over the top campy in a Doctor Strange love sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she has to balance her. Her interest in Topher and her excitement to realize that Topher is into her and her desires to get her revenge at Caroline, all at the same time trying to cover her tracks from her bosses.
1: <laughs> Were those true desires and interest
0: in Topher? I, I, I kind of think so.
1: I thought she was playing him.
0: I think she was playing him a little, but I think she kind of was a little giddy inside.
1: Is nerdy enough. Yeah. And insecure enough. Yep. Yeah. All right. Interesting.
0: Um, I don't
1: have a handle on that chick at
0: all. No. She, Bennett. She's a little crazy. Yes.
1: I don't understand her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, on the other hand, the fact that Bennett is Topher's dream girl is a little disturbing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very Topher, though.
0: Um, he says I have held off mentioning how much I like Adele because of spoilers but I think at this point I can come clean Adele busting Ray Wise's balls (laughs) is one of my favorite (laughs) (laughs) that was awesome that was not bad (laughs) (laughs) Uh, at the end of these episodes it feels like it is time for a mid-season break Echo and Ballard have disappeared November has been destroyed Adele disobeyed air- orders. Perrin has been reprint- re-imprinted. Where do we go from here? Hmm. Uh, next episode seven and eight, when the final arc of Dollhouse begins. Ooh, ooh. Kind of makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like you said. I'm. We can call this a good show. I'm yeah. really digging it. At this point, so.
1: I yeah, am too. It, it makes you think a lot. I mean, I've had quite a journey thinking about the dolls and the ethics and. Uh huh. And then just pure good times. There's been some great acting. Some they've done some and they've done interesting things with the dolls from the start, which has surprised me. They always think of something new to have right. go wrong or whatever right i think the first maybe four episodes or maybe only two or three i don't remember now were like almost exactly what i pictured
0: the first at least couple yeah two or three
1: but then it just got like oh interesting but yeah it was this like around christmas where there was like a little break
0: Maybe. Could have been. I can see him taking a little break right here. But did they did they do that back then?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's just actually in the last five or six years.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks, Harold.
1: Yeah, thanks, Harold. We're going to have to at the end do some guessing on where they go from here to epitaph one (sighs) we're starting the final arc
0: yeah i mean it that um, i want to say it definitely has to do with that thingamajig that tofer invented the disruptor thing right well
1: no it seemed a little innocuous um It's got to be with the remote wipe. Yeah. He invented the last couple.
0: I'm kind of thinking that Bennett has something to do with it.
1: Yeah, I do too. You know? Are we supposed to get the whole her and Caroline backstory? Or is there more coming? (laughs) There
0: better be more coming. uh, That was weird. (laughs) If that's all we get, boo.
1: (laughs) Yeah, boo. And someone's got to explain some things to me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, you have some explaining to (laughs) do. All right. Should I read new chess? Sure. All right, public eye. I remember being blown away by. I remember being blown away by this episode when I first watched it. I had never expected Wesley to be a doll. More fun with Echo reaching back to old imprints. The idea of dueling dollhouses is a lot of fun, in my opinion. I think, and I hope you will enjoy Summer Glau's role in the show. I remember loving it, especially since I never saw her bad before. Left hand this episode is rocky but i think it's because it is so convoluted i like that summer Glau new caroline but it gets a bit confusing
0: yes <laughs> oh, good <laughs> <Not just us. laughs>
1: more victor love as he takes on topher which makes me say again why doesn't he get more work come on hollywood hire this guy turns out i need to get my hands on agent carter so i can watch him again is that a show agent carter or is yeah that...
0: okay yeah, it's one I I want to watch. I just haven't. I think it's um, Peggy Carter who is, like, Captain America's girlfriend. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Just that world, I immediately just kind of like it's <laughs> <flips> over. <laughs> <to> ignore. <laughs> Z- <laughs> 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 oh, it. <laughs> okay Good luck on the move, Sue And good luck for Eleanor sleeping <laughs> <laughs> Hearing about her fitful nights broke my heart I can only imagine I'm like, I can only imagine after a night like that You need a night of binge binge-watch- watching To recover for yourself For information, I love all the personal aspects of your show I think what I like best is that you are sisters And sharing this I tried to get my sister to podcast with me And it just didn't work So I live vicariously through you two <laughs> <laughs> I said, for my mobile, please use typos and autocorrect. Yeah, when I was saying it, I didn't mean to leave it in, but I just kind of, I got, towards the end of our podcast, I got a little, like, I don't really care. I just, like, finished it up.
0: (laughs) I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. And I just
1: listened to it, and I'm like, meh. I I got lazy. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was for you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I do, like, that stuff.
1: Last night, she got turned around entirely in her bed. <laughs> <laughs> I go in there at, like, 4.30 in the morning. I could just hear, like, these little happy... She gets excited when she's, like, moved and she thinks it's funny or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I go in there and she just starts bucking, like, look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> look at this fun party going on in here, Mom. But it was kind of cold We still had the swamp cooler on And she had Totally kicked off her blankets And she wasn't in the warmest dunglies And so her little limbs were freezing Uh So I like bundled her up in her bed in a blanket And she like went right back to sleep And I had to like wake her up
0: Oh cute
1: So she had a party but it wasn't a painful party
0: The the hair on her legs didn't keep them warm. (laughs) I love her hairy legs.
1: I love her hairy legs. (laughs) I'm sure they did their part, but they can only do so much. (laughs) So cute. All
0: right. Thanks
1: for the feedback. Yeah. Getting something in. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I no. don't know if even Harold's going to be able to get
0: something in. <laughs> I know. You got like 12 hours notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ray did post something kind of funny I saw.
1: Oh, I, I just glanced at it because he did it while we were reading.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he did it in the comments. He I says, thought it was
1: a long quote and I just didn't have time.
0: No, this is just a short. Ray says, this is when... You put you made the announcement, uh, we're recording tomorrow morning, oh yeah, <laughs> and he he says, "Damn, I've only watched the first of these two episodes. Oh, well, you're gonna have to get along this week without my feedback. Harold says that first one is such a good one. Ray says, "Yeah, that's my feedback. The first one was a good one." <laughs> Thanks, Ray. <laughs> Think Ray. <laughs> well, consider that feedback. <laughs> so, according to Ray and Harold, the first one is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: he also just posted a little quote by Joss about Eliza. I just haven't read it yet. I'll just read it now. Nothing embarrasses Eliza. That's kind of why I love working with her. Apart from finally conquering her fear of wearing her hair in an updo, <laughs> literally, I've had her doing kung fu, speaking Spanish, swing dancing, comedy, drama, horror, naked, anything, no problem, but to put her air up and she freaks. <laughs> For some reason, the back of her neck should not be exposed.
0: <laughs> oh, buddy, That's funny. So she must have hated playing Eleanor pants.
1: Yeah. And I remember this I just in the credits, which made me laugh so hard now that she is the only
0: person. I know. She was in the first seasons too. It's such a great ensemble cast. I know. Good grief. I know. They can't slip in, Sierra as that snooty British woman that doesn't <laughs> like agents. It was awesome. Her little Jackie O outfit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want more of that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and a little Victor, Victor being over. <laughs> or Victor being Kiki. Yep. Yep. Oh, and <laughs> Kiki. <laughs> but nope, it's all Echo. <laughs> yeah, she's I'm telling you that was in her contract. That was absolutely something her. In her, yeah. I wanted to call him a handler. Agent. <laughs> he just... <laughs> her watcher? Her handler?
1: <laughs> her agent. He's probably patting himself on the back, but kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> like a... yeah. To the rest of us, it looks a little weird. <laughs> it's but a not little gracious. weird.
0: Yep. Not gracious at all. It's weird.
1: Oh, well. Yep.
0: All right. Well, do you want me to read the recap? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is the wiki recap for the public eye. Uh, United States Senator Daniel Perrin has been trying to bring down the dollhouse for months but he becomes much more of a threat when he comes into possession of a material witness, Madeline Cosley. High-ranking Rossum executive Matthew Harding, Keith Garding, orders the staff of the L.A. dollhouse to do nothing, claiming Rossum has enough dirt on Perrin to keep him quiet. Echo is the one to point out what it is. Cindy, Perrin's wife, appears to be a doll herself, presumably of the same sleeper variety Madeline herself was. While Echo is imprinted as Brie, a hooker who discredits Perrin by creating a celebrity sex tape of the two of them together, Adele asks Ballard to kidnap Madeline against the fear that Cindy will be ordered to kill her. Topher gives him a disruptor, a device that will incapacitate a doll, but when Paul uses it on Cindy, she remains unfazed while Perrin breaks down. Perrin, the careless playboy member of a political dynasty, was upgraded by Rossum. Hang on, I lost my place. Uh, was upgraded by Rossum with ambition and drive. Cindy is his handler. He and Echo, now awakened to their true natures, try to escape, but they are captured by Cindy and taken to Washington, D.C., Stallhouse. And its head programmer, Bennett Halverson, Summer Glau, a socially awkward young woman with a permanently. Eliza's left arm. Bennett, upon seeing Echo, recognizes her as Carolyn Farrell and then begins to torture her. Ballard is unable to sway Madeline from her decision, and she goes to testify to the Senate. Adele determines that the LA Dollhouse is being framed and resolves to stop Rossum.
1: Okay, the only
0: didn't really help.
1: Didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the second one that I had the more
0: trouble so to. Okay, so Rossum made... Okay, so...
1: Oh, and they just upgraded him. So he's still himself? They just, still like, himself. added ambition.
0: Yes. They added, like... Because they described him as, like, a careless playboy into his mid-30s. All
1: right.
0: So they kept so he's... him as Daniel Perrin but like took that part out and added like political ambition stuff
1: okay so he's essentially himself he's his personality and traits have just been upgraded
0: right that part I wasn't confused about
1: I think I just assumed he was a doll like a pure doll
0: Mm-mm. he's like half doll Okay. Um.
1: Does he have then? Does he have different memories of like his twenties? I guess he'd have to, or yeah, he prob- no. I just left all that behind and have no desire to do it anymore.
0: No, I bet you they took all that out and imprinted other memories because he goes to his like the home that he grew up in. And he knows that that's where he grew up. That's true. So. um, The thing I'm just still a little hazy on is what is Rossum's game here? Like, why? Why do they want Madeline to testify against them? Yeah,
1: that's confusing. Um, I was thinking it was so they could discredit her and just shut down any...
0: I guess so. That seems pretty talks. risky. Yeah. And they definitely want to, like, take down the L.A. dollhouse.
1: Right? Who knows?
0: Rossum. Oh,
1: Rossum. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Is it just like Giles and Buffy kind of a thing? Or I'm like the of, Watch- Watchers Council? just?
0: I'm kind of getting that idea. That they don't, like, like they're
1: too rebellious or something?
0: Yeah, like too many things are going wrong you know yeah I mean because when you look at so they have Echo who's definitely a different doll than any other doll she can retain the memories and emotions of the people she has been imprinted with she seems to be kind of the only one that does that well Victor and Sierra kind of do too
1: and Alpha did
0: And Alpha did. And then you have Adele who hires, you know, the FBI agent who is trying to bring him down. (laughs) So, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of confused at what the game plan is.
1: Yeah, me too, for sure. I'm just hoping for more. (laughs) Yeah. More on that. Well, at first I was having some... Anyway, I I
0: was changing the subject. Did you? No, I'm just... I don't know. Maybe you're right about... them wanting to discredit Millie. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> it was actually kind of about Melly. watching this for the first time I was really at odds with how I felt about what she was doing I was like didn't we just you know I didn't know what was going on that they were lying to her about Ballard but I was like didn't we just see her like talking it up and being all cool about what they did and she you know she knew that she had been wiped and she knew that she had done weird stuff yeah but they did all that stuff and she seemed fine with it and then the first thing we and then we see her next and she's like doing a little press conference press conference well like is she like all about the money is she trying to get more money what is going on (laughs) And then I, you know, found out later. But at first I was kind of like, well, what she's saying is true, that they were making her do stuff, you know. Right. Like they shouldn't have that right. But on the other hand, last we saw her, she was fine with it and seemed to just let it all roll off her back and happy with her status quo.
0: Yeah, I think seeing those pictures of her and Ballard...
1: Well, she thought he was, um, had hired her to have sex with him and stuff. Right, right. And that seemed to be the thing that made her mad. It also may be the killing of that guy.
0: Killing that guy. Right, I mean, because... You know, in her mind, Ballard works for the dollhouse, and then she sees herself, you know, in pictures sleeping with him. Right. And then sees herself, you know, she knows that she killed a man. So she probably didn't sign up for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then now I'm starting to think about Victor, and he probably signed a deal with Adele. What would he say if he found out that she was using him to Oh, I know, sleep with and stuff yeah. like, this i'm we're just like here for all of your entertainments whenever you want <laughs> exactly didn't sign
0: up for that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: but again, you are signing up for complete control over your body, so that's just that'll always be
0: I know A weird. Well, that's how they get away with it, you know is well, you sign up, you know,
1: yeah, I don't know how many clauses are in
0: that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to find out that they had to kill someone has got to like, that's a game changer, right?
1: Yeah, but what I know of Echo and all the stuff she's done, it doesn't seem that outlandish. That just seems like all in a day's work for some of her things for some of her imprints
0: yeah but that might not be what Melly signed up for you know
1: yeah no it's true
0: you know she might have been okay with well those three years went by I've got all this money and then she finds out that she killed someone that might be where like she made the turnaround like oh that's not cool you know
1: Yeah, I just wonder what you would sit and think about what happened to you while you signed that contract. I don't know. (laughs) And what you'd be like, well, probably be hired out as like a sex worker. Maybe, maybe like a trophy girlfriend for a few old men. Right. At some parties. Do you think that's what they're That's probably
0: how they kind of sell it. Yeah. something like that, you know. I don't know. It's weird.
1: It is weird and probably fairly shushy. It's probably something we're just thinking too much about, that the show wasn't designed for us to think that much about this part of it. Right. But we're gonna, because it's weird. <laughs>
0: Yep. Well what's your first note?
1: Uh just the Melly stuff. We just discussed it.
0: Oh. Mine is We were right on our prediction, but we kind of cheated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> It was about Melly helping them. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, I bought it. I'm like, his wife is a doll. One of us guessed that. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think it was you.
1: So my question is, what did Echo see in her that made her not right? That was a total misdirect and I think kind of a cheat. She should have said that about him or left it open that she was talking about him and they just assumed it was her. Because she was just a handler. She's just a normal person. Yeah. That kind of. Yeah. A, I felt like that was a cheat.
0: I, I agree. Yeah. They should have left it open and not and had them just assume she was talking about her. Yeah.
1: Like interrupted her very much and should brush her out of the room for some reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like they didn't want to have her hear that talk. And maybe she was looking at the senator and they were all focused on her.
0: Right. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I wrote down the big Topher eye isn't doing it for me. <laughs>
0: they really
1: played up that joke of him. That yeah. shot where he's looking in the tele, or the, in the magnifying,
0: magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the first time they've done it. so oh, it's not? I don't think so. I think, I think we've seen it once before. I think. Or maybe I'm just thinking of the first time I watched this. Um, I have. So Langdon is like some sort of super security hacker guy. <laughs> Which one's Langdon? He's Boyd. Her. Her. That goes 1st Sandler.
1: What did he get into?
0: Well, he just seems to be able to, like, hack into anyone's security system, like, <laughs> including, like, safe houses and stuff. I don't know. Just, okay. His
1: <laughs> <laughs> FBI experience.
0: <laughs> I think he was just a cop. He's in the FBI. That's Ballard.
1: I'm talking, oh.
0: I'm talking Boyd.
1: Boyd. Maybe his time as head of security at the dollhouse has taught him a lot. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's your next note? Um,
1: what a great twist. Making Perrin the doll.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got he's a doll. So his wife's his handler. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was weird stuff, having... Uh, she was really annoying. Uh, I, don't like I was her. like, uh, she. I'm glad she's dead, because, wow, yep. her voice, just a lot of stuff about her was really annoying. Yep. So I'm glad that's done.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking about it, like, we should have picked up on it when they did that little white knight yeah. damsel in distress ritual. That was definitely a handler.
1: Yes. Like do you want to get a treatment? Yeah. It's like he was almost just conditioned to repeat back.
0: Or the do you trust me, you know, with my yes. life types. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, I suppose we should have <laughs>
0: My next note is, good question, Ballard. Why does Russell want an ex-active to testify against them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's still a good question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so when Ballard is <clears throat> trying to talk Madeline into not testifying mm-hmm. and trying to tell her how it really was and she was so determined and stuff,
0: uh-huh.
1: was that Something that, like, the Rossum or, like, the DC dollhouse could have possibly, like, implanted in her? Since it's kind of. They kind of made it clear that once a doll, always a doll. Or do you think she just was stubborn? And just didn't trust anybody, and that was just pure Madeline.
0: I think it's pure Madeline, because. If if they, if the DC dollhouse implanted anything in her, then she would have had to, like, sit in their chair, and I just don't think she would do that, right? No, oh, I, f- I figured they were now just
1: remotely doing stuff.
0: Does the DC dollhouse have that ability to remote?
1: I have no idea. Yeah. No,
0: I think... I think it was just her being stubborn.
1: I can buy that. Just curious. Yeah. She just seemed to be so different from the last time we saw her.
0: Well, I think it just comes down to seeing those pictures and... Yeah. You know, I mean, I think... I think when we saw her before, when she was talking to Adele, I think it was just more like an ignorance is bliss. Like, I know you guys did things to me and I did things for three years, but I don't know what it was. I've got all this money now, you know,
1: feel better about my grief. Right. Yeah.
0: And then then it's reality. Reality. Yeah. Like, I really think that affected her.
1: I just felt that the senator's wife, maybe it was just my point of view, was being suspiciously pushy.
0: Well, there's probably that, too. Like, she's probably being, like, really influenced by, you know, I mean, she's got a senator and his wife that's directing her. Right. You know, that's kind of impressive to, you know, yeah, you'd want to please them and they can be quite influential politicians or that's what they do. They talk people into stuff, you know, true, very true. What do you think they did to her though? I guess we can talk to about that at the end. What do you mean? Well last time we saw Madeline, she was on the table.
1: Right, okay. I don't know.
0: Is she going to DC's version of the attic?
1: I figured this was gonna be her death. But maybe Maybe not.
0: she doesn't die. Maybe she gets Mm. Like an attic treatment. And that's what they're talking about. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: My next note is, I want to see Party Boy screw up Wesley. <laughs> I was hoping to get back to that. <laughs> that would have been fun. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And then my next note is a quote from Echo. You just woke up a lot of people. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> That's funny.
1: She was quite quippy to Buffy degrees.
0: <laughs> yeah, there I think I have more quotes in my notes for these two episodes than I have for any Especially the next one. I've got a lot of Topher because he was just making me laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was pretty light on notes. Just...
0: Yeah, I don't have a lot because I was, I don't know, I'm confused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're at the part of my notes where we go to D.C. and meet River and stuff. and
0: <laughs> That's where I'm at, too. I,
1: was... <laughs> I thought, man, I think... Everyone should joke, should go give Topher a big hug and kiss. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he may be annoying at the L.A. dollhouse, but you see what it could be like. Because, like, Bennett was the D.C. Topher. Right. And the girl she was talking to, I recognize from a lot of shows. Um, I don't know her name. But was she like the DC Dr. Saunders?
0: Yeah, I think so. I recognized her too, but I couldn't place it. probably another big name on Battlestar. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I think that was the DC Dr. Saunders. All right. She just
1: you know, Topher is Topher and he's condescending Mm -hmm. and self congratulatory, but you see Bennett interact and how she is and kind of crazy and you're like, I don't know, just think you'd go and give Topher a big hug and appreciate him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So glad we have you and not her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've got It's that girl from Firefly. Well, I had the right show. (laughs) (laughs) And I liked how their dolls had Greek names. Yeah, I liked that
1: too. They were like Greek gods, not the alphabet. Whatever that's called.
0: The military alphabet. military
1: walkie-talkie alphabet thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me wonder what all the other houses... I
1: I know. Made me wonder too.
0: Maybe one of them is superheroes. (laughs) Batman. (laughs) (laughs) What is up with this bed? Chick. (laughs) Yeah, she like
1: would mumble weird things. Yeah,
0: and repeat repeat herself. herself. Yeah. So. So what's with that?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Just kind of hold her head and do it?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, Topher is just... He's crazy, but he's, like, harmless crazy. He's, like, science crazy. Yeah. You know? She seems, like, legitimately kind of crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, he's, like... um... Socially awkward, too smart. Right. To be a normal member of society. Right. Just can't relate to people very well. But he's getting better.
0: Yeah. Growing. And he doesn't, I don't get a, like a darkness to him. No. But she, I do. (laughs) She's got, like... (laughs)
1: He's got, a like, a detachment to him that, you know, not a real warmth, exactly, but not an evil vibe.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, I think he lacks empathy. Yes. But I wouldn't call him, like, a sociopath, either. No, no, no. You know, I think it's just, he's not good with human contact.
1: Yeah, he's just socially awkward.
0: Yeah. But she seems... There's something wrong with her.
1: <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, yes, Topher was totally attracted to her and thought she was great, but the minute he started suspecting she was evil, yeah. he punched her. Yeah, it he was great. He punched her lights out. <laughs> so he gets a credit for that.
0: He does, and of course he's going to be attracted. She is the female version of him you know yeah so and he's so impressed with himself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and she's pretty on top of it, you know. That's just a
1: just a bonus. Well, it's funny how these dollhouses interact. It sounds like they n- knew of each other. Mhm. But it's weird cuz in a normal something like this, you'd think they'd corroborate a lot and have like conventions. <laughs> where they get together and share ideas, but that's obviously not happening.
0: Yeah. You you would think, I mean, Adele and Ray Wise knew each other. Yeah. But that seems to be where it ends. You know, you would think that they would get the scientists together to collaborate. Yeah. You know,
1: every six months have some sort of a,
0: Little retreat.
1: Yeah. A little team building. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing of ideas. And...
0: Right. Because then that would. It
1: would elevate everybody.
0: It would. And it would have them all on the same page. Because obviously, Rossum just doesn't seem to like the way the LA one is run. Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: If we ran the dollhouses. It would be, like, different. Yeah. <laughs> it would be evil, and we'd never run the off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but we'd have retreats up in Park City. We would. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have left hand. Interesting. Isn't that the name of the next episode? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't about Charity work. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it was, it was like we were a little more on the nose with the evil hand. <laughs> yes, exact literal hand. Weird name for that. Why is it named that? It just puts the focus on her injury.
0: Well, so I much. Think... I think that's like where her badness stems from is that injury?
1: I was under the impression, I think my first time around, okay, so I watched these twice, mm-hmm, I think I watched them the night we finished recording, and it was really late, and I was tired, and I finally just stopped the left hand in the middle of the episode, even though I was enjoying it.
0: mm-hmm,
1: it was just too late,
0: just too late, yeah,
1: and then when I re-watched them, so I only saw the second half once. I did that last night. Um, my first impression was that this injury was in the last few months. It was when Echo was a doll, but no. Oh. It was a long time ago?
0: I think so.
1: I thought it was a recent injury. Well... I don't know why I had that impression. It could have just been a wrongful
0: impression. I don't think so. Cause I mean, it's jumping ahead a little bit, but she says that she and Caroline were best friends.
1: Yeah. But we never saw her.
0: But then we saw,
1: we never saw her in the other flashback from along last season.
0: No, the only little scene I caught that we saw with Caroline and Bennett was, she's got like a, like a big slab of concrete Mm -hmm. on her, on her arm. And Caroline says something like, I don't know, you got to save yourself or I can't remember what Caroline says. You should have paid more attention. I know. Me too. But um, it seemed really odd. If they were such good friends and your friend is injured like that, like if you've gotten into trouble, like blown up a lab or something, because that's what it looks like. I don't know. Like, they, yeah, I
1: was guessing it was whatever gets her and Caroline in so much trouble. Like her. Right.
0: Right. That's what I'm thinking too.
1: Was she a manu... What I'm wondering, and kind of what I'm guessing, it's the only thing that makes sense to me right now, is that Caroline befriended Bennett, who had already worked for the Rossum Corporation, when Caroline, after the flashbacks we saw, where she really wants to do something about Rossum... Right. ...where she almost manufactures kind of buddy buddies with Bennett. Oh,
0: okay. Okay, that makes sense.
1: And then... Turns on her.
0: Right. And Bennett...
1: Like, uses her.
0: And Bennett was probably always, like, a little
1: socially, socially awkward.
0: awkward and didn't pick up on that. And So
1: thought, she's like, we're best friends! Yeah, There's this
0: girl that's nice to me. The, the pretty popular girl. Yeah. You're probably right. Okay. Yep. That makes, that makes sense. Because to me, when Caroline says whatever it is that she says to her and just leaves her with that slab of concrete on her arm... I was like, that is cold. (laughs) If you're friends, you don't, you know, (laughs) I mean, you stay there and try and help them. You don't like leave them. You know? Yep. So that makes sense. I think, I bet you're right. Caroline.
1: Pretended to be friends to get maybe secrets into Rossum, stuff like that.
0: Like girls used to do to me to come over to see our brother, Dave. (laughs) I suppose. This older girl just really seems to like me. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to be invited over to our house. To see Dave. So, yeah. That makes a lot more sense. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, okay.
1: I'm out of public eye notes, so whatever you have, we can do it and finish up.
0: No, my last note is, what? How did you know Caroline? Okay. And then starts electrocuting her. It's like, ooh. (laughs) That's not a treatment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are painful. It's more...
1: It was more like the cruciatus curse in Harry Potter. That's what it reminded me of. Just Pain. (laughs)
0: All right, then. All right. I never would have been able to pull that curse out of my head. <laughs> okay, so on to the left hand? Yep. yep. All right. Oh, should I read the... Do you want to read the wiki or do you want me to?
1: Um, I'll read it. Okay. Bennett reveals that she and Caroline were once friends. <clears throat> you know what? My voice is kind of crap. You read it.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bennett reveals that she and Caroline were once friends and uploads a memory of Caroline's betrayal in which she left Bennett trapped under debris after an explosion. Meanwhile, Adele and Topher travel to the DC dollhouse where Adele matches Wits with its head of household, Stuart Lipman, Ray Wise. And Topher tries to gain access to parents' brain scans and unravel the plot. To aid in this, Topher has imprinted Victor with Topher's own personality, um, a performance which earned Enver Jokaj, uh, <laughs> widespread. not even a word.
1: That's why he's not more famous.
0: <laughs> <Stage> <laughs> he should name. have
1: Americanized his name. <laughs> but he. Received... I respect him for not. Yes. <laughs>
0: He received widespread crit- uh, critical acclaim. Good. Um, Perrin escapes with Echo into the real world, determined to bring down Rossum and expose everything. Oh, expose everything with Cindy in hot pursuit. Adele meets with Lipman, who reveals Perrin will have Rossum vindicated at the Senate hearings and attack their competitors so that Rossum will be unopposed and given free political reign. Pretty sure Rain has a T in it, people. Um, (laughs) Okay, so that is the game. That's
1: spelled like the rain of a horse, right? I know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's R-E-I-N, for those of you not looking at it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, Rossum's plan... It seems like a very convoluted... It really does. ...plan that
1: so much could go wrong and backfire on him that it that's... would be too risky.
0: Because I... Yeah. That just seems odd that that's their plan. So they want Perrin to expose the dollhouse. Then... So they did that on purpose. But then they want him to say, I was wrong... This girls full of it so they can bring down attack their competitors and given free political reign okay it is still a convoluted plan that doesn't make a lot of sense to me (laughs) I'm just going to accept that (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see uh Bennett and Topher, though distracted by mutual, if extremely awkward, infatuation with each other, adapt Topher's incapacitating device to remotely knock out dolls based on their unique brain scans, and Bennett surreptitiously programs Perrin to kill Echo. Topher knocks Bennett out and overrides the programming with help of Victor slash Topher, but not until after Perrin kills Cindy. Perrin then shows up at the hearing late and reveals his wife is dead. He pronounces Rossum a good corporation who has been set up by their immoral competitors, that there is no dollhouse, and that Madeline Cosley is a disturbed woman who was in a mental institution in Canada. Madeline is forced back into service against her will at the D.C. dollhouse. Back in L.A., Topher reveals that Perrin could never turn against Rossum, and DeWitt speculates... That Rossum is likely grooming him to be the next president of the United States. Echo is loose in the world at large. Ballard has not checked in recently. And Rossum appears ascendant. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, it's... So Rossum is just completely controlling Perrin. I guess that makes sense, to have just complete to have, like, the government on their side.
1: That makes sense.
0: It makes sense. The way they're going about it's not making sense.
1: Just, what I'm confused is, wouldn't it be better to have him just squelch dollhouse rumors by having some convincing argument against them instead of first trying (laughs) exposing it to everybody, to even people that may not have been thinking about it before, now they are.
0: That's, that's what doesn't make sense, <laughs> is that they had him expose it first. If someone could explain this to us, if there's. Why they would
1: have him bring it to national attention instead of just. Not or. Hear something about it, maybe, and then just talk about or even. How it's I not. Mean... I don't know.
0: Or if they want it exposed for some reason, just to have it, like, knocked down as a crazy theory, why not have one of the actives do it? Why not have one of the dolls do it? Not the senator doll. Do you know what I mean? Have him not be the one that's pursuing
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these are all the little details that are pretty sketchy to me about the whole plan. Yeah. And the fact that you just, you can't control how everybody takes everything you say. You can't control the people hearing all his press conferences believing either way of what
0: he's saying. Right. Because you're putting, you're putting a lot of faith in knowing how people are going to react and stuff.
1: Which that in of itself may be a commentary on, you know, how they, what they're trying to say about us.
0: Yeah, true. name
1: an American person.
0: <laughs> right. Well, if a senator says it, they'll believe it, you know.
1: Yeah. I guess so. That could factor in.
0: I guess so. But still, I don't know. If someone can try and help us make sense of it, it might that would be nice. Yeah. Cause I have a feeling the
1: bulk of that is done. I do too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we're not gonna get yeah. much more insight onto
1: <laughs> Yeah, like that arc is done. Now we're moving on to the final arc apparently. Exactly. We didn't think of Ray Wise.
0: Well, do you know what? Did you he... after? As soon as I read Harold's comment that someone from Twin Peaks was going to be on, Mm -hmm. he's the one that flashed in my head. I just couldn't remember the actor's name or his character's name. But it flashed in my head that it would be him, because he just seems to be the one you see the most out of that
1: Yeah, he gets a lot of work. He gets a
0: lot of work. So...
1: He was Laura's father. It seems like there's two characters on Twin Peaks that look a lot alike. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I almost said, like, maybe it's like the tan guy with the smile. <laughs> That's <laughs> like the only way I could think of <laughs> describing him. But I I'm remember thinking Emily's not going to know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Actually, what happened? <laughs> But yeah, he's the one. I just didn't say anything because I just... Oh,
1: I, I kind of would have maybe thought of Harry. <laughs> <right>.
0: <laughs> well, and I was trying to remember... Um, a couple of years ago, Cam and I watched a show that didn't last only a couple seasons, and he had a big part. It was called Reaper, and he played the devil in it. And I don't know, Cam and I kind of liked that show, but I couldn't remember what that show was called. So, I just let it go. But that's who I was thinking of, was him. Mm. You can believe me or not. (laughs) 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 So... All right. Shall we start talking about this one? Yes.
1: Um, so you go ahead and I pipe in with my notes when they air.
0: Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a lot either. My first notes just, okay, so Caroline and Bennett definitely have some sort of history. And then I saw a special guest star, Ray Wise, and I'm like, that's our Twin Peaks guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, he's the one I thought of, but couldn't remember his name. And then I have, yay, Victor's going to be Topher.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: That was great.
1: It It was pretty perfect. It was just... character it was a little caricature-ish, but it was not bigger than topher on his biggest in his biggest moments, right, so it wasn't over the top, although it it was almost like topher in his bigger biggest moments, like all the time, but he was right. pretty excited at the moment, so whenever we see him
0: well i f- is it because Topher Victor is Topher was aware that he was Victor is Topher and that was exciting to him
1: probably and <laughs> it was just like someone he can interact with that's like him that's so weird <laughs> I
0: know <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Xander when his twin brother was <laughs> <old>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple little moments that made me giggle
1: Definitely. That. I love the glasses on a chain for the win
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I have my next one's like over and over what's up with your arm <laughs> <laughs> I love that and I loved him trying to use the disruptor on planet to look behind her back.
1: <laughs> well, it was exactly what I was thinking, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone is a doll.
0: Yeah. And then when she offers him wasabi peas, he goes, I'm excited and scared. <laughs> Really don't have that much more. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Topher talking to Victor slash Topher was great.
1: It was amazing.
0: Yeah, that was. I loved it.
1: I watched it and I thought, I wonder if this guy got his start just like doing impressions. He just does amazing impressions.
0: Yeah, he's really good at them.
1: So I wonder if that's what he kind of. Was his specialty? So a show like this was perfect for him.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: Or if they just found out he was that good. I don't know. I'd like to know more.
0: I know. You might just have to do some research on him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I will.
1: But yeah, he... It was funny how much, you know... Topher, and just him in general, and I think especially his character in Cabin in the Woods, just reminds me so much of Shaggy on (laughs) Scooby-Doo. And I was amazed how much uh, Victor reminded me of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo
0: being Topher. (laughs) (laughs) It was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I...
1: It's mostly, I think, like this cadence in his voice. Sometimes he talks like Shaggy talks, the cartoon, not Matthew Lillard. Right. Although Matthew Litter- Lillard sounds a lot like Shaggy.
0: He did a good Shaggy. He
1: did a great Shaggy, but
0: um, I'll have to look for that. I didn't. That hasn't crossed my mind. Mm.
1: Lola's dreaming <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote <laughs> I knew there was a reason they expositioned the uh, um, sleeper doll
0: thing <laughs>
1: earlier oh yeah They just got some good exposition about sleeper agents earlier. Yeah. I don't know if it was the episode before this, but or think, this episode.
0: I think it was the one before this.
1: But it paid off with the senator and
0: Echo. Yeah. So, okay, are you talking about when he goes? When he turns evil and like snaps that guy's neck and tries to kill Echo? Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was a sleeper thing in him? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Oh. I thought, I thought it was something that, uh, Bennett just gave him right then.
1: Well, I think she did, but it was that sleeper technology that. Okay. Something turns that on. I don't know.
0: So I guess I did, yeah. Well,
1: they talked. Was it Adele? Someone said, once that gets triggered, that is it. You know, it. I think it was Adele. She just talked about.
0: Yeah, because I think she was talking about Cindy. I think it's when they thought Cindy was the doll, <clears throat> and they thought she was a sleeper, like, and that she was going to be triggered to kill Madeline.
1: Right. It just seemed like that talk was supposed to make, when we see him start that on Echo, that we're like, oh, crap, she's in real big trouble because he gotcha. won't stop until he kills her. my last notice and I love that Topher annoyed himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah, he just was excited to get him away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like relieved when he's like was I sleeping?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot what he said. But <laughs> He's like should I leave now now and he says I like not soon enough or so. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> I have a quote earlier in that. I didn't write down who said it, but they said she was kind of a hooker. I don't know. It made me laugh, but I can't remember who they were talking about or who said it. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last note is, why is Echo suddenly in these clothes? Did I miss something? Like, why would she like suddenly in those gross sweats and flannel? Yeah, I couldn't tell. <laughs> what the? I thought last time we saw her, she was like in kind of a nice outfit, like some, you know, khaki pants and a little white blouse. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she's like homeless. <laughs>
1: Well, I couldn't decide if it was a flash forward or a flashback.
0: I thought it was neat. I thought it was like present.
1: I thought it was either if I was like, is this like around when Caroline was doing something? Or (sighs) is this like a flash forward like a month later? Where she's just been wandering I don't know. I'm confused. I, it was very confusing. And those were what my brain did <laughs> to explain it.
0: <laughs> yeah, It. I don't know. Maybe it is a flash forward. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I got no idea.
0: I mean, even though I'm a confused... A little bit about everything that happened. I really liked both these episodes. Yeah, me too. I liked seeing like this other dollhouse.
1: Yeah, they were super entertaining and had a lot of good stuff in them. Yeah. They were the kind where you want to be, where you find yourself, like, deep in a a binge watch.
0: Right. Yeah. It's kind of
1: too bad to just watch them alone and then have to stop.
0: I know. But it seemed like a really good two-parter. I mean... Sure. Doing it's it's just seemed to kind of worked out in our favor doing two episodes at a time.
1: Yeah, it really We've has. had this
0: happen a couple times where we got a couple really good two-parters.
1: Yeah, and we haven't been in a groove ever where I feel like, oh, we should have watched that one with that one, and then that one with that one. Right, it's right. It's always been good. Like they were designed that way.
0: Yeah, so I'm... Really curious about Madeline. Because they strapped her down. So, DC has that weird plastic thing that goes over their eyes.
1: See, another thing, it's like the dollhouses just make up their own technology. Yeah. Too. What they do, and it's like, why isn't that technology just shared? Like, someone comes up with the best one, and then that's like standard or something.
0: Well, I think I think it's doing something different. So I think so they've got the same kind of chair that the L.A. dollhouse has.
1: Oh, did they? That they do mm-hmm. to imprint, like it has that halo thing, and right. Okay, right.
0: but then the plastic thing uses that plastic thing, and it seems like that's what she used it's it's almost like give Caroline that memory of it's like putting them into
1: like a real virtual reality where right right one step ahead of a virtual reality where you are there and feel it right
0: right and she put that on Madeline as well yep but, like, they didn't put that on Wesley. Or Parent. <laughs> he was just in the That's regular, funny, like. Wesley. <laughs> I know. He was just in, like, the regular chair.
1: Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that.
0: So I wonder what that plastic thing, like. wonder what they're doing to Madeline.
1: Yeah, it just might be somewhat something. Bennett came up with that. Yeah. She just came up with it on her own. Topher has some of those things.
0: Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's got that disruptor thing.
1: So how did everything. she
0: know that it was called the
1: disruptor?
0: I don't know. Because doesn't she, he asked her that, and doesn't she say something like, what else would you have called it or something? Yeah,
1: and he asked it suspiciously. And she like covering up, well, what else right. would you call it? <laughs> There's other names than disruptor. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: certainly wasn't as obvious as she tried to make it seem.
0: I don't know. That implies that someone at the LA dollhouse is in communication with the DC dollhouse and not just like Adele or something. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. I don't either. I'm confused. Too. But I'm predicting that Madeline doesn't die, that she gets wiped and gets the attic treatment. Whatever DC's version is of the attic. I'm guessing that's what happens to her.
1: So how do you think we go from here to the world ending? Or the apocalypse, whatever you want to call what happened in Eptap 1. Well. Boy, I thought I'd have a bunch of ideas. I know. I don't. I know. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) It's, so, Rossum, Rossum wants to, like, control the government, so I'm guessing it's, like, Topher coming up with something to try to, like, remote wipe Perrin or something, and it malfunctions.
1: Do you think they accidentally, like, th- add something they were trying to just do to Perrin and just...
0: I, yeah. To I,
1: everyone I, listening to, like, a news broadcast at the time or something? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's an accident. My guess is that it's an accident.
1: Yeah. No, and I can the- buy that. Because we talked about it. we're like, where in it would it be their Rossum's, like, <laughs> uh want to make a universe like this because right. they're not, they couldn't be making money now. They couldn't, you know, they kind of ruined the world. Right. That doesn't seem to be in their best interest. So yeah, it makes sense that it was an accident. Huh.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I was thinking at first that maybe Bennett has something to do with it, but I'm kind, I'm thinking it's Topher there is that scene in Epitaph 1 where he's gone a little crazy and, did I do this? I did this, you know? So, yeah, I have a feeling he comes up with something. Perrin does something and, yeah, they want to wipe him of being a doll because, and it just malfunctions. And something like, I mean, maybe he does make it to, like... Maybe part of his arc is, like, running for president, and it happens during, like, a debate or something. Yeah, maybe. You know, where a lot of people would be watching, and it just goes over the airwaves or something.
1: What do you think it could be? Just, like, a malevolence, evil... want to kill people? (laughs) I don't know. Like a sleeper agent kill the person next to you kind of. (laughs) I
0: I really don't know. (laughs) I don't have that kind of brain.
1: I don't either. Most things we predict
0: are wrong. I know. I mean, it's got to be some sort of control thing that Rossum wants. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what their game plan is.
1: Maybe it'd be better to watch a couple.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you think Ballard is? What's up with Ballard?
1: I don't remember his last...
0: I think his last scene is with Melly. When he's trying to convince her not to go to DC. And then you see a scene with Boyd and Adele in her office and she's like, call Ballard and see where he's at with Melly or something. And Ballard ignores Boyd's call and just turns around and walks away. And that's the last we see him. Hmm. So I don't know what's going on there.
1: Interesting. I just, that was one of the things that was a little... Little hazy. A Little hazy for me.
0: Yeah, because that
1: I don't quite remember it being anything.
0: Well, and it it doesn't seem to me like his conversation with Melly would make him just want to give up on everything. I don't know. It's I don't know what his deal is. And then Echo is out there too. Now is she? Is she imprinted as someone right now?
1: Hmm. Well, it's hard to say, I think. Yeah. There so much stuff was done, and stuff we don't really get. I know. You yes. know what I mean?
0: I know. <laughs> I don't know if she's Caroline, if she's Echo, if she's like a composite of them all, if she's still just Bree. I don't know guess we'll have to watch them. guess we will. <laughs> well, do you want to do the ranking? Yeah. Now, which, which one did you like the best out of these two?
1: Pretty hard for me to say.
0: It's hard to say. Because the public eye was great. Because we find out parents a doll. And just watching him go through all that was really good.
1: It was really good. I feel like I got more, like,
0: enjoyment out of the left hand. The left hand is good because you've got the Victor's Topher. You've got the Topher Bennett stuff. You just get a lot of Bennett and I like her. I I I don't like her like oh I like her so much. I uh, she's a very interesting character to me.
1: Yeah, well, sure. Okay, I'm I would put Public Eye. I'm guessing these are going to be back to back. I think so. So, I think we can just I'd say Public Eye left hand. I think Public Eye is probably even though I might have like had more enjoyable left out loud moments in the left hand. The public eye is just a,
0: a, better episode. a better episode. I agree. I agree.
1: But there were the little things that bring it down was like the wife was so annoying to me.
0: But she was annoying.
1: Um, She was kind of probably supposed to be.
0: <laughs> that's the only thing that really brought that one down. Yeah. Yeah, I would put public eye over left hand. Do you I, have an
1: idea where you want them?
0: Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking in between Belonging and Belchose.
1: Okay, I couldn't decide if it was going to be there. I knew it was better than Belchose. If it would be there or in between Briar Rose and Belonging.
0: I think I think Belonging
1: I, I think it's better. Yeah. I
0: think it's I think Belonging is better. I agree. Okay. So or
1: emotional when you can get the emotions in
0: Right, exactly. It just
1: kinda elevates an episode. Right. And I don't right. think there was a lot of emotional things in the public eye or the left hand so much. It could lead to more emotional stuff, but Yep. I think that itself elevates. Okay.
0: Okay, so the public okay. eye We're is going at number four. And then the left hand.
1: Would you put it below Bell choose? Chose?
0: Um, yeah, I think I would.
1: Yeah, but a, a minute ago I thought they'd just be straight back to back. But now that I look at Bell Chose, I think mm, I think that one was better. But I think it's better. I think it's. I think the left hand is better than the man on
0: the street. I think it's better than the man on the street for sure. The is it better than Bell So the thing that was best about Bell was Victor as <laughs> <laughs> was Victor as Kiki.
1: Which I think I think his tofer impression is probably his best one he's ever done, but he, just personally that moment of as Kiki
0: Right. Was
1: the best <laughs> Topher moment or Victor moment still for me. Even though it was very good. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it is better than Belcho's.
0: I know. I'm. Because I'm trying to think. Because really, like, we were interested in, like, the mannequin serial killer guy, but didn't get a lot out of that. It was. You're right. So that was kind of a downfall. There was all that professor. That's true. Echo is kiki stuff that was like, you know.
1: Very true.
0: So I kind of think the left hand is better than Belcho's.
1: Uh, I think you're right.
0: Because there. It's just more interesting plot stuff in that. Yeah. And I think Bennett elevates it over it. yeah, I think I yeah, I think left hand's better than Bell chose.
1: No, I agree. I guess we're okay. back to back to back.
0: <laughs> back to back to back again. So that puts the left hand at number five. Cool. Cool. We did it. <laughs> so do you want to know what our next episodes are? Okay, so the next one we're going to watch is called Meet Jane Doe So I think Okay, so now knowing the title of this Hmm. I think Echo doesn't know who she is Oh Like maybe
1: (laughs) She's like, oh, I'll just put this flannel on And these sweats
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm starting to think more about your idea of it being a flash forward, which I think you, where my brain's going is you're right. She doesn't know who she is, and she's Jane Doe. Hmm, Like, maybe she's been, with all that hubbub that happened, maybe somehow she got, like, remotely wiped or something.
1: Of, like, everything?
0: Of, like, everything.
1: Even echo Caroline.
0: Yep. Hmm. Cause it's it's gotta be the next episode has got to be them looking for Caroline. They would focus more on trying to find Caroline than they would Ballard. Sure. You know. He's just an employee. She's their doll, you know. Yeah. So I'm thinking she's she's Jane Doe and she doesn't know who she is and someone finds, I don't know, some women's shelter tries to help her or something and she has, starts glitching and Hmm. I don't know. That's where I'm going with it.
1: My mind immediately went to like the Rossum Corporation presents a new doll to the world one we've never met before
0: Mm-mm.
1: that like brings on the apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> kind of in a political arena you know they introduce her to the public
0: oh like maybe they're trying to replace Perrin as their doll like yeah he is they decide they can't trust him or something so they I like that too
1: they just like Make her like the most pleasing, right? Looking person in the world, and with a charisma almost like a jasmine kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I totally thought of jasmine today. <laughs> it's off topic at a spin class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> stay with me. Okay, because the instructor starts playing a. I think it's Quiet Riot. Was that an 80s hairband? Mm-hmm.
0: There were the... A... Yeah, they had a hit. I can't remember what it was.
1: I think it's Come On, Feel the Noise. I was going to say, is it, it Come On,
0: Feel the Noise? But then for some reason, I thought that was Twisted Sister. <laughs> but I think that was quite right.
1: Anyway, so that plays... And this isn't even my metal instructor. That's on Fridays. <laughs> she plays that, and she's like... little quiet riot for you this morning? She's like... My first concert was Quiet Riot, Rat, and Cinderella. Oh. <laughs> and instantly, my mind went <laughs> Dar Jealous. Flap, flap, flap. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of a newborn Dark Jealous hearing his name <laughs> and going, Flap, flap, flap. <laughs> I just hadn't thought of Dar jealousy <laughs> instantly came to me because <laughs> that was just such a holy crap moment <laughs> and it wouldn't have been if this girl was like in her 40s or something but right? I think she's in her 20s
0: how did she even know Quiet Riot exists <laughs> I thought a lot about it through the rest of class <laughs> I like imagined this girl <laughs> you know her parents Her parents are probably in their 40s. I think
1: her parents are probably like Amy's age and they were metalheads. Yep. And so she grew up kind of like we grew up with like Simon and Garfunkel and stuff. Right. That's what our parents liked kind of back in that day. Yep. And so she like, you know, a lot of millennials don't seem to care about older music and stuff. But I think she is one that kind of got raised that way and. Because she plays, she plays some good. She plays Nirvana and stuff, but I know she's younger than. I, I know she's not like my age where Nirvana was like high school.
0: Right. Right.
1: It's nostalgic to her. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> and I, her Your brain just went flap, flap, flat. I just. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of that and being proud of that <laughs> the thought of those three bands together one night
0: it <laughs> <laughs> like blew my mind and I was like escape <laughs> the trifecta of awful <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but oh I like your idea too Jane Doe I like that I could see that being a thing. And that could totally be like
1: a last arc, like this Jane right. Doe, almost like a jasmine, just kinda right. <laughs> comes on and is charismatic and
0: they literally name her Jane Doe. <laughs> <laughs> that's not obvious. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It could be like her code name in the dollhouse, you know. I don't know. Like how government, secret government projects have code mm-hmm.
0: Right, right, exactly. Operation Jane Doe. Yes. Okay, well, we've got two different predictions.
1: Okay. One of them's got to be right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's not a third option. No. No. <laughs> um,. And then the one we watch after that is called A Love Supreme. Which instantly you think I thought of like Victor and Sierra.
1: oh,' Cause I just after all that jasmine talk, I thought of Jasmine again. <laughs> I'm like, they're gonna season they're gonna close with a season four arc. I know it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So this Jane Doe's not just going to be like a presidential; she's going to be a new god for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sue goes. Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> 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 No, I'm going Going Victor Sierra. Oh, I hope so. Or they still gotta fit in Boyd and Doctor Acker too. Oh yeah. So maybe I have something to do with them. Maybe. 'Cause we got what, seven episodes left? Yes. So they still gotta bring around Dr. Acker. Have you given up on Alpha? Are we gonna see Alpha again?
1: He's not mentioned in Epitaph one, right? I'm going to give up on Alpha, yeah.
0: I think I am too. I think I think he had his run. So, yeah, Love Supreme. I'm going Victor. It has something to do with Victor and Sierra.
1: Right. I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) When do we think Caroline Echo Ballard happens? Oh. I want it to be Victor and Sierra, but
0: yeah, I forgot. Do we know that those two end up together as a couple?
1: Yeah, I know she said something in episode one that they're like on and off or something.
0: Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Maybe he's the one that finds her. Maybe Jane Doe and a supreme, a love supreme, are kind of like a a two parter too. Maybe because they're in the they're both in D.C., right? Yeah. No, no, he's not in D.C. Because he tried to stop Melly at the airport going to D.C. That's okay. right.
1: So we think Ballard's in L.A.? I think so. Because,
0: yeah, because Melly was going to fly to D.C. And that's when Ballard tried to stop her. But Echo's in D.C. I don't know.
1: Do you know what I want to do? Hmm. I want to watch Epitaph 1 before I start this arc.
0: It's not a bad idea.
1: I kind of want to get my bearings again on where it ends up.
0: That's not a bad idea. Maybe I will, too. Yeah. Okay, well.
1: I'd at it's... least like to do it as, like, a very casual watch. You know? Yeah. I don't need to pay attention to the Everything. Although maybe I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that we're over the shock of it.
1: Yeah. And I know that...
0: We might pick up on more.
1: This season isn't... Zone and Friends. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs>
1: and Baby Caroline. <laughs> baby Caroline. <laughs> fat. <Flap, flap, flap.
0: laughs> <laughs> so... Okay, well, so our prediction on a love supreme is we're hoping it's Victor and Sierra, but we're open to it could be Ballard and Caroline,
1: or I'm open to it could be a Jasmine-like storyline, <laughs> or yes. to close out the the series. No way, Project Great, Great Jane Doe. <laughs>
0: I was hoping that talking this out would give me a little bit better of a handle <laughs> <laughs> on what was happening, but not really.
1: Not <laughs> really. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I wish
1: I was smarter.
0: <laughs> well, it made me feel better that New said it is a little confusing. Yeah. So we know it's not just us going, wait, what? I did get it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, all right.
1: Well, I've got time to go grocery shopping and go to Michael's.
0: Yep, and I can go paint a walk, <laughs> a, a room. <laughs> Doesn't sound as fun. <laughs> no. But
1: moving into a new place sounds fun.
0: Moving into a new place is fun and getting like something that's on the list to do before we actually move in is satisfying
1: huh.
0: like getting this room painted is because that was our goal is to have the downstairs living room done and the master bedroom done then we can like really start moving in so because the master bedroom was gross <laughs> Carpet was so gross. So, Cam pulled up the carpet a couple of days ago and we're putting down pergo.
1: That'll be nice.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I've got the prototype done of my cross stitch. Nice. I can't wait to see. <laughs> I showed Matt and B. I had to, there were three elements to it that I had to, you know, when you design your own pattern. It's just really hard to know what it's going to, how it's going to come together on a cross stitch. Right. And so I knew I'd have to just do it and then see what I wanted to shift around and change and stuff like that. And I figured all of it out now. Oh, nice. I had Norma's hair wrong. And just one of the fonts I didn't care for.
0: I can't wait to see this.
1: But I have to say... Norman sweater is like my favorite. Oh, no. (laughs) I made a sweater. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It should come together quickly now, but I am out of dark gray. All right. All
0: right. We'll be back next week. Yep. If you want to send us feedback, you can send it to suewatchesbuffy at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, all right. All right. Well, let's get on with our days. Okay. All right. <laughs> See ya. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>